Welcome to Macro Monday on Investec Focus Radio SA, a podcast about what's driving global and local markets. I'm Chris Holdsworth, Chief Investment Strategist at Investec Wealth and Investment. Every Monday morning, I'll update you on key developments from the past week and what you need to know about the week ahead. If you'd prefer to watch a video with the graphs and charts I referred to in the podcast, just go to investec.com forward slash Macro Monday. Good morning. This week, we're going to have a look at the raft of inflation data that's come out across the globe over the past week. We'll have a look at what we think is some pretty strange behavior in global markets. And finally, we'll do a preview of the South African inflation print due later this week and the NPC meeting, which is on Thursday. We're going to start off with global inflation. So far, we've had close to 40 of the 50 largest economies report their inflation numbers for August. There was a mild uptick in inflation pretty much across the board, but not anything that I think would be too concerning for central banks at this point. If we look at the distribution of inflation surprises, just over 60% of countries saw inflation surprise on the upside. That's pretty rare. So what we can say is that inflation mildly ticked on the upside and it was a surprise. But as I said, I don't think that's sufficient for us to shift our view that we expect that global inflation will continue to drift down over the coming six to 12 months. And we do not think that inflation is likely to be an issue at all within 12 months. The US was one of the countries to see inflation surprise on the upside. It came out at 3.7%, just a bit above the consensus forecast of 3.6. It was above our forecast as well. It's not often the case that US inflation has surprised on the upside over the past 12 months or so, so it was a bit anomalous in that regard. And if you look at month-on-month inflation, it was a pretty high print at 0.6%. Now, if you think that the target for core PCE inflation is 2% for the full year, this is headline inflation, which is a little different, but already inflation was 0.6% just for that month. And that tells us that inflation in aggregate is likely to remain elevated for some time because there's going to be that one month that's sitting at 0.6% alone, and it's going to take 12 months before that month falls out of the 12-month calculation. And that uptick, although it was quite mild, means that U.S. inflation is likely to remain elevated for some time. Now, we do expect that inflation is going to drift down again post this reading, but the key word is drift. We think that it's going to be heading down quite slowly, and it will take some doing for inflation to be around 2% by Jan next year. We would need month-on-month inflation to be 0% every month going forward for that to occur, and that seems quite unlikely. So in reality, it's likely to remain above 2%, that is headline inflation, for the foreseeable future. We do expect within 12 months, it will only be slightly above 2%. So it's not really going to be an issue for central banks, but we do have a period over the next six months or so where we think it will be coming down, but it will still be at a level which is uncomfortably high, particularly for the Fed. If you strip out shelter, it is worth noting, US inflation is already at 2%. So the issue is nearly solely shelter. And shelter inflation is already coming down. It's below 8%. It's come down around about 100 base points from the peak. And we expect that it will continue to drift down. And as that occurs, the headline inflation, the core inflation numbers will normalize as well. Switching to China, Chinese inflation is sitting at 0.1% year-on-year, up slightly from the deflation that we saw last month, but it is still very low relative to history for China, relative to the central bank target, which is 3%, and of course, relative to what's happening across the rest of the globe. PPI inflation in China is still very negative. 
at minus 3% year on year. And that gives us a steer that Chinese inflation is likely to remain low for the foreseeable future. And that allows scope for further stimulus in China and for the current stimulus to stick. We hope you're finding this podcast valuable. If you are, please take a moment to rate Investec Focus Radio SA on your podcast platform. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please remember to follow us. Switching back to the US, there's been a fair bit of discussion around the latest non-farm payrolls data and how resilient it has been. And indication is that the US is likely to head towards a soft landing. That's a general narrative in the market at the moment. It's worth emphasizing, though, that the current trajectory for non-farm payrolls is dead bang in line with what typically occurs post a yield curve inversion. And if this pattern continues, that is for non-farm payrolls to track the typical sort of post-inversion pattern, then we would expect non-farm payroll growth to stagnate for anywhere from around December to March next year. So December this year to March next year. So in effect, we've still got about three to five months or so of non-farm payroll strength. And then we would start to expect those non-farm payrolls numbers to roll over. That's if we simply follow the historical average. Now, in this environment where we're following the normal trend and there's this uncertainty with regards to the trajectory for inflation, there's this uncertainty with regards to whether the U.S. is shortly going to recession or not, you would expect that volatility would be fairly elevated. But that's not the case. On Thursday, the VIX reached a new post-COVID low, just below 13, indicating that the market is, is pretty sanguine. There's few concerns out there, it would appear, given the very low levels of volatility in the U.S. equity market. And it's true not just for the U.S., we're seeing the same across developed markets. Bond and currency vol is very low, too. And it's been some time since we've seen a 2% move in the U.S. equity market. In fact, we have to go back to February this year. And that is somewhat anomalous given all the uncertainty that we mentioned before. I mean, as an example, bankruptcies in the US year to date are running at the highest number we've seen since COVID. And if we look at years outside of COVID, it's running at the highest level we've seen since 2010. And you would expect there to be some level of uncertainty and it's, it's just not reflected in the markets. And the reason that's a concern for us, when vol goes up, typically markets come down. And it's just another reason to be cautious when it comes to global markets at this point. Finally, on South Africa on Wednesday, we'll get our own CPI print for August. By our estimate, CPI inflation is likely to have ticked up to 4.9%. That's slightly above the consensus forecast of 4.8, but it's there and thereabouts. What's more important is the trajectory for inflation over the next few months. We still expect that inflation will be well within the band by the end of the year at 4.8%. And that is below the NPC's forecast. We'll have the NPC meeting results on Thursday. The broad consensus is that rates will remain flat in South Africa. 17 out of 19 contributors to consensus believe that there will be no change to rates. We're of the same view. We do believe, however, that should inflation pan out as we see it, then we are likely to see a rate cut from the Saab by year end. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. That's all for this episode. Do tune in next week for more investment insights from me, Chris Holdsworth, and the Investec Wealth and Investment team. If you haven't yet added us to your podcast feed, you can subscribe to Investec Focus Radio SA wherever you listen. And please take a minute to rate our podcast so we can surface this content to the broader investment community. If you want to see the graphs that are referenced in the podcast, you can watch a video version of this recording 
at investec.com forward slash macromonday. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of Investec Wealth and Investment International and should not be taken as advice, guidance or recommendation. Investec Wealth and Investment International, a member of the JSE Equity, Equity Derivatives, Currency Derivatives, Bond Derivatives and Interest Rate Derivatives Markets, an authorized financial services provider and a registered credit provider.